recording. Good morning. Back. Howdy, folks. Welcome back. I'm Doug Reeves. I'm your host. And this is the VAFCast. And today we're talking to Rob Reese, call sign Mashy. And he's sitting next to me on his own recliner, and I'm on a couch. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. And there's an RV in the break. I think that's Ross. What a Bogey. great spot here in the in the VAF lounge this morning. <laughs> Got the door open. We can see the pattern. There he is, screwing up his pattern like always. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Um, we've got about 30 questions to go through, and uh, the format is I ask the same questions of all the guests, and Rob was nice enough to not read the questions, so he's going to be winging it, which is fine with me. That uh, I'll have a shocked look <laughs> on my face after every question. <laughs> okay, here's the, the RV stuff. Question one. How did you find your way into the RV hobby? Describe the moment you knew you had to have your own RV. Go. Very interesting. Kind of a kind of a two-part deal. Um, my dad is actually in charge of all of the judging at Oshkosh. So I sort of knew about experimental planes and um, to begin with. And... Um, and I've been around planes my whole life, but I was kind of a late bloomer. I always liked aviation, but uh, it wasn't until really about 2004, 2005, when uh, a couple of my buddies had RVs, and I was living out of the country. When I came back into the country, um, my buddies had these RVs, and I went flying with them, and it was something completely different from flying with my dad and other family friends who had like J3 Cubs and, um, you know, old Taylor Craft air, uh, airplanes. So it was just phenomenal experience. I got to fly in the back seat of an eight and a right seat of a six and a seven and just fell in love with them. So at, at that point I was hooked as they, they say I had, I, after we landed, I had the RV grin and, uh, uh, so you flew, that, you flew with Danny King. Was, the first RV flight was in the back of Danny King's, Danny King's eight. beautiful doll eight, and yeah. we went upside down and everything. And my face was tired from smiling. <laughs> 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 and then I flew with you second, and in your six. Was it painted yet? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And we actually did a little formation that time, so that was just off yeah. the charts crazy. Yeah. And then the next time I flew with a buddy of mine, Turbo, and his seven, and we flew out to a fly-in, I think, in Las Cruces. Yeah. What and so, I mean, it was just, everything was off the charts, cool and fun. And Yeah. And uh, 20 years ago, Rob and I worked together at a asset management company, uh, the movie Office Space. If you've seen the movie, that's kind of what we were in, <laughs> Cubes near to each other actually there's a there's a scene in office space where they're in a parking lot and the guy comes running out and he's excited about the the consultants that are coming and everybody's going to lose their job and they uh, <laughs> oh there goes john right now john goodlow taking off in his eight anyway there's a scene in office space uh they're in a parking lot and this guy's describing that the consultants are going to come in you got to interview for your job and they actually filmed that scene uh, across Highway 114 from the building where 
you and I were probably working in at the time. Our building is in the shot. It's in the background of that shot. It's so. a great movie. If you haven't seen it, uh, I think almost everybody can relate to something in that movie. I, I if you've ever watch, been a cube worm. Yeah, I couldn't watch that movie for a long time because it was, <laughs> it was a little too close to the bone. Anyway, okay, so next question. Where's my stapler? Next question. Uh, favorite non-RV aircraft? Um... Well, like I mentioned before, it, it, my my dad was always into airplanes, and my first ride was in a J3 Cub. And um, kind of a funny story, you know, my dad hung out with a bunch of pranksters, and we were out in the at this little airport in Ballinger, Texas. And uh, his one of his buddies said, "Hey, Rob, you want to go for a flight?" And my dad said, "Yeah, it's cool. Go ahead." And hopped in the Cub and flew around the patch a couple of times and you know one time we were we were circling the pattern and kind of a steep right bank and he's like hey look there's your dad down there wave to your dad and I was probably like seven years old eight years old and um, the window and the door was closed and I guess he'd done this trick on other people before but we're <laughs> like hard right bank and all of a sudden the window and door fly open <laughs> and it's just me looking at the ground <laughs> anyway it kind of scared me but it was it was an adrenaline rush and funny and you know I, all their friends had a good laugh but you know i like the i like those low and slow airplanes you know cub maybe the taylor craft like my dad had when i was yeah. growing up yeah okay building built or buy your current RV as John is on upwind in his eight. So yeah. you're, you're building an eight. So uh, I feel very lucky. Uh, I am building an eight and I'm here in the van cave. Um, Doug sometimes uses my uh, failures and successes <laughs> on, the, on the website. I love that airplane. Uh, we're looking at it right now. Um, it's it's awesome. And I was a little kid. I used to build models, and I would stay up till like two or three in the morning on Friday and Saturday night, just building those little models you glue together, those plastic models. models, race cars and airplanes, and were they they were Revel. Revel, yeah. What was Mona? Revel or Revel? It was a snap together kind. It was monogram, Mona. Oh gosh, I can't. It was Mona something. It was snapped together and Revel you oh, used glue. The, yeah, I was into the glue because yeah, the hardcore guys built. You no, know, you could plants. sniff the glue. And no, <laughs> <laughs> but I just love do. I like I love building stuff. I've been you know I like working with my hands and uh, so had to build. Okay, why'd you pick the eight? Um. It was the first I don't ride think you it was. In. Well, that's the obvious, you know. You know, I built a six because the first one I rode in was a six. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. well, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, it was the first plane I rode in, but my wife gets a little bit car sick, um, so she's not willing to just hop in the plane, you know, every other day like I am. So, you know, you're sitting right on the spinner, and you know, I don't. You know, she's, I'm, I'm 99.9% of the time, I'm going to be flying the plane by myself. So uh, I just felt it was a better configuration. Well, that's how it turned out for me, too. I mean, I, I built a six. You know, you sell it to the spouse. You know, like, we're going to go on trips and blah, blah, blah. And she said, okay, yeah, sure. 
And I think she's been on the plane like seven times. <laughs> and, and how long is it? In 96? is 16 years. Or, Dang. Yeah. Oh, no. When did, when did your plane? Oh, two. Oh, two. That's 17 okay. years. September. Wow. There goes John again. Beating up the pattern. <laughs> yeah, so it, you end up uh, 85 out of 100 flights. You're by yourself. Unless you're it, or more far currency or taking somebody somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just felt it was a better configuration for me. How old were you when you began your build or bought your RV? Um, let's see. How was started the build. Uh, 2000 and it's a little embarrassing how long I've been working on this thing actually. <laughs> um, I was probably 43, 43 when I uh, bought my tail kit and um, I'm obviously still working on it. Yeah. It's kind of sad if Rob's 87 of, years old. <laughs> no, I, I was uh, you're 50 <laughs> 54, 54? I'm 54. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's come along. I mean, they, I just finished everything firewall forward and was about ready to get done with the wiring. And all I have left is a canopy. Um, so it's quite a ways, uh, you know. Okay. I don't know. 80% done, but got a little bad news earlier this week um from superior yeah rob's um, got one of the uh, engines that's got to be swapped out yeah i've got the io 382 and they're they're grounding everybody and, and doing a mandatory buyback and uh uh you know it's 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 a little upsetting that i'm gonna waste some time on it uh but i think superior's done a good job at you know making everybody whole again and we'll just yeah. uh you said you'd called them and they had you've got a plan and they're going to help you uh, get it back on the get another engine on the airplane fast and, and all the snorkel work and stuff you've done baffle wise that that all stays the same right supposedly yeah, yeah supposedly the baffling should should uh okay should work and you know all the cowling stuff should should well, be okay been, as well i mean you know you've so. been building it so fast yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you got into aviation for reason A. Is that how it panned out, or did you find it ended up being something more than you expected? You got in this uh, thing to fly. I got in this to fly, but I, I, you know, so many of my buddies were happened to get in it as the, at the same time, and my dad is in it. I mean, it was just, um, and you know, I was a late bloomer like I said before I just I just continually you know fall in love with it more and more every day just because yeah. of the aviation and all the people that are involved as well and you and we've got a friend who who owns an RV7 and he works more than he's got free time so Rob gets to fly that airplane quite a bit so I think at this point you might actually have more time in that 7 than the than the owner <laughs> than the, the owner I think you're right. You might be right. I so. definitely have more time so working on it. you're flying an RV while you're building an RV, so that, that could explain why it's yeah. not going together I as do, fast as possible. True. I do have a pretty it's harder sweet to situation. build the second one when you've already got one that you can fly. <laughs> so tell me an interesting story involving you and RVs. Maybe it's someone you met on the ramp, something you saw. Oh, man. Um, you know, you, you've I been driving I think one of the coolest things... 
that has happened because of somebody owning RVs, being into RVs, um, and, and it's all about who you know. And, and then you got favoritism, then you right? Got favoritism. <laughs> <laughs> we got to fly down to Houston and uh, tour the space center down there, and I got Damn. to sit in Gene Kranz's seat. Yeah. And got my picture taken there, and that's just, that's pretty awesome. That's and that's buddy. all yeah, because that's... I'm building an RV and no RV people, and I'm hanging out with with yeah, RVers. I went on that trip with you, man. Paul died. You were there, yes. National treasure. Paul, Paul we set love you, us baby. up. <laughs> it was, that was a good trip. It was very cool. Did we see the Super Guppy at Ellington? Um you know, the big fuselage was done. Right. I, we landed. I, think it, I think it was there. Did we land at Ellington? Yes. Yeah, and Paul Gig came and got us in, in his gigantic truck. Gigantic runway. Yeah, and we Paul came and got us in his truck. Yes, and we went to eat somewhere. In some little Mexican restaurant or something. And then, and then the rest of the afternoon we spent yeah. at the center going through. He gave us a little tour, drove us around like the moon rocks are in that yeah. building. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, God, that was a... You forget some of the, the cool stuff you get to do. And that's it was, been 10, 15 years ago. It sticks out. I'm, I, yeah. Yes. Paul's a good guy. Okay, well, we're in the middle section called Speed Round. This is not necessarily Speed about round. RV stuff. And uh, it's just a blatant ripoff of Larry King and his little podcast hey, show. We love okay. plagiarism. You ready? Uh, secret talent. Oh, secret. Um, I can juggle. You can juggle. Yes. Weirdest job you've ever had. <laughs> um, I, in high school, I worked at a mobile home sales lot where you buy like mobile homes, like yeah. double wides and stuff. And that was pretty and weird. What was the truck called that you drove there? Oh, the, the truck you pull them with is called a toter. Toter? <laughs> yes, I learned how to drive a toter, and, a toter. and hook up motor ho mobile homes. And take them out in the middle of nowhere and set them up. And but the lot was the weird thing. If nothing was going on, you had to go into every mobile home. And it's West Texas. It's hot and windy yeah. and dusty. So you have to open all the windows and wipe down all the cat counter space. I mean, it was horrible. So it was just <laughs> weird job. And you were making. It was one of the last jobs that I had that really made me decide to go yeah. to college. College is not. So yeah, bad. I think it was like. Three bucks an hour or something. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pl Man, I love ice cream and like a hot fudge sundae or a chocolate shake. Okay. What never fails to make you laugh? <laughs> oh, man. I, I just, I, I laugh at everything. I'm a pretty easy laugher. Um, gosh, I don't know. This question. Uh, this question. <laughs> you, just looking at you. We'll come back Your to goofy that. face makes Thank me you. laugh. Appreciate that. <laughs> what food or drink will you never eat or drink again and why? Oh, man. What is that um, drink they had in the 90s? It was a uh, like a shot, and it had gold, gold schlager, gold schlager. It had little gold flakes in it. I don't know. I've never drunk alcohol. It, it's, I, oh, shut up. <laughs> um anyway there was a rough night on that and it was uh man i can't even gold flakes <laughs> yes coming in Gold's. going out yeah yes it was not pretty if you could have a superpower 
what would it be? Superpower. Now, Randy um, told me you've thought about this, and I do not know what it is. Yes. Pro- um, I told him, don't tell me what it is. I, <laughs> I want to hear it when we record it. I like to call this superpower the great equalizer. And I would have the power <laughs> to give someone diarrhea. <laughs> So, I would have complete control over the severity of the diarrhea. Like, yeah. everything from, like, oh, like a little urge where you got to clench your butt cheeks. <laughs> and, oh, man, you may Wasn't start a, to sweat a yeah. little bit. Okay. All the way to, like, so, yeah. a shart. And then, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like a low, medium, and then just full-blown colon blow where it's, like, Blowing out your pants leg. Anytime you can work, shat your pantaloons in a <laughs> conversation. You see, most people would choose fly. And then you, uh, the, the brown note. Isn't that, wasn't that the military experiment or something? They, they project a sound wave and a blow you, the human's ear for, for hearing it, but it he, jiggles your insides and makes you really nauseous and stuff. I don't know. You have to look into that. And it's... And I was also have control over the severity of the odor, of the smell, <laughs> because you may want to give it to somebody that's close to you, like, because yeah. let's say you're in an airplane and there's some dude being a real jerk, you know, to the flight attendant and you just, you know, he deserves something bad, but you don't want to punish everybody else in you, the airplane. How do you fight crime with that? <laughs> well, let's say that... that crazy-haired guy from North Korea is up in front of all of his minions and giving some speech, and you just give him colon blow <laughs> right in front of all of them. Or you see some guy, you know, I don't know. I Well, you got to work on this a little keep, bit. Keep Maybe those... somebody's robbing a, a bank, and, you know, that's going to make them stop, right? You're going to just leave? Oh. Or maybe somebody's being mean to a dog or 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 something, and you just... You know, I think you, you've you give about, them a little I think you thought about blow. this too much. <laughs> I think it would be a great power. <laughs> you could use it for good, but I, I guess you could. It could probably be used for evil. You probably wouldn't want to tell any of your friends. Like, if I had that power, I would not want to tell you because what if you really got you'd the start, diarrhea? You'd start with your friends. But what? <laughs> well, if something was going on, <laughs> my phone would be ringing. <laughs> oh my God! Keep those complaints coming in. Uh, next question. I think we bring bring that out enough. Best advice you ever got? Oh, best advice. Um, I at one point I really thought about not going to college, and I mentioned that job earlier, and there was a couple other that led me to it. But my dad just kept hounding me and and telling me that you son, you have got. To go to college, yeah. and so that was that was a, a good good thing. I, t- I told Tate that, and I said, you know, it's not really about the learning; it's about the ability to get along with people that you can't stand, <laughs> and working in teams, you know, with people that you don't agree with everything. You got to exactly. Gotta, there's a dance. You got to learn to. Yeah, and and it's paid you got to be able to work in a team and not want to kill everybody and make you know them have diarrhea. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Which, so, you know, you work real hard, and I unfortunately didn't, you know, it took me away from flying. But now, you know, I've 
You're driving the bus. I'm, I'm driving the bus. That's right. Worst advice you ever got? Oh wow, you want us to tell on t tell on ourselves? Okay, um, I have a friend. I've known him for a long time, um, but he's one of those guys that just kind of wants to get rich quick kind of guys. You know, always looking for the easy route. You know, not wanting to put in the hard work, etc. You can somehow. Say my name. You can say my name. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I'll clear this up. It's not you. <laughs> it's, it's, but um, when was this? Like the early two thousands, I think, somewhere around in there. Mid two thousand, like two thousand and I, I don't know, somewhere mid two thousands. He talked me into buying some Iraqi dinars, which is what they call their money, dinars, I think. And he said it was going to be a, a boondoggle. You can buy like $500 worth of dinars, and it's like a trillion dinars. And then their their currency is going to like double, triple, or quadruple. And then you're going to be able to sell it for like thousands and thousands of dollars. And so, I, I don't know, I guess I felt bad for him or something, so I gave him like 500 bucks, and he gave me a little wallet or a little envelope full of dinars, and it's exactly where you expected it to be, in the back bottom of one of my drawers somewhere. That worth about, <laughs> in Philly, it's worth 40 bucks. Maybe, maybe. Oh, God. I, I did not know that. But you so, think I have heard that story. Bad move on my part. Something you wish you were better at? Um... I, don't, I guess I was. A, I wish I was a little bit better at artistic stuff. I mean, yeah. I. I mean, I can't even draw Me a too. stick, man. I, I mean, yeah. it's just horrible. I mean, I can't. I can't way. do anything. A circle. I mean, doesn't look even close to a circle. It's just I'm not very good at that. Any uh, outside interest other than RVs? Yeah, I love uh, cycling. I ride my bike a lot. Um, I do. You know these crazy hotter than hell rides and you know i like doing you know the charity runs and stuff yeah. and i and i play golf too i love to play golf um so, oh. i even have a special golf modification on my airplane that <sighs> if I'm, you want i'll um, take a picture of that and put it on the page you want to talk about it for a second sh sure uh me and my dad got together you know he's an a and p and an ai from way back and we talked about weight and balance and where golf clubs could go. And I wanted to be able to put two sets in so me and a buddy could, you know, I could load Doug up and we could go somewhere and play some golf, grab some lunch and, and head back to town or whatever. And so I know a lot of people or some people have put those extended gas tanks in the wingtips. Yeah. And some of them go down into those lightning holes, you know, in the wings. So... We built some tubes and an access door um, in the wingtip, and you can put a set of golf clubs in each wing, and you, you know you can strap them down with Velcro and stuff, and you know go play some golf somewhere. I'll take a picture of it when we're done talking. Uh, which reminds okay. me, um, I took a picture of your workbench. Tell me, you know, a thirty-second story of your workbench. <laughs> So I grew up in San Angelo, Texas, and uh, that's out in West Texas. And 
you know, there were two bowling alleys and a, a few years back, one of them was closing down and it just happened to be the bowling alley that was between my middle school and my house. So I'd either ride my bike to school or walk to school, you know, every day. And it was called Sherwood Lanes. And they were, you know, selling everything from the bowling alley. And my dad stopped in there and asked you know what they were selling and and he saw that they were selling the lanes as well in eight foot chunks so he bought an eight by four foot chunk of bowling alley lane and we made my workbench out of it so that. it's like and a bowling it's your alley, childhood bowling alley every day on my way home from school i would stop with a you know a few dimes and play some pinball or foosball that's awesome and i actually took my very first date <laughs> to this bowling alley <laughs> and we bowled so hell my first date i could have oh bowled on this lane that's i don't know awesome. what lane it is awesome. but is that john taxiing john in? is taxiing okay, we're gonna hit in. pause for a second we'll be back in just a second potty break stand by one hey. we are back john is in and quietly moving his plane back i took some pictures of rob's uh, wing showing the tubes that he can put golf clubs in we got one more question in the speed round, and it's the, my favorite one. Using your first pet as your first name and the street you grew up on as your last name, what would your porn star name be? <laughs> my porn star name would be Nosy Westwood. Nosy Westwood. <laughs> I'm Trixie Clinton, and uh, one of the guys at the airport, best name I've heard so far. Do you remember it? Eric? No, it was Larry. Uh, oh, um, yes. Would you like to say it? It was Trixie Route 1. Trixie Route 1. <laughs> uh, I forgot the dog's name. I remembered Tri the Route 1 Trixie part. Trixie Route 1. <laughs> Farm to Market Road, 483. Okay, the remainder of the questions. What aviator, past or present, would you like to have dinner with? Good question. Uh... Chris Pratt said uh, Charles Lindbergh. Oh, that's pretty good. I would like to have dinner with Gene Krantz. Gene Krantz. Paul, maybe Paul can make that happen. Let's work on that. I'll see. <laughs> Paul, you listening? Uh, what uh, was your age at your solo? And what kind of plane? 45, a Cessna 172. Uh, here. Here at this airport. 52F. Yes. Okay. With all you guys making fun of me. Was I? I don't remember that. Um, I, I don't think y'all made fun of my yeah. solo, but Ross and Danny and oh. some other guys have oh, okay. watched me do a bunch of touch and goes one day and <laughs> said some good stuff. <laughs> Tell me about a time you had a problem in the air, any airplane, and what you did about it. Let's see. I don't have that many hours, but um, on my first solo cross country, I flew out to San Angelo. It's a little far, but the guy let me do it, and... On the way back, I don't know what happened, but the whole radio stack and everything just went off. And it scared the crap out of me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, I'm new at this. You were coming back or you were going there? I was coming back. I was on my way back. So you just came back and landed? So, well, I thought it's already off, so I'm just going to turn the power off. Yeah turn it back on and see what happens if it if it doesn't it was a clear clear day 
I had, you know, the paper chart and all that stuff. I could, I could get back, you know. Uh, so, you know, a few minutes later, it started coming up and everything came back on and it was perfect. But luckily, that's the uh, yeah, the worst we, thing that's happened. Was that to in me. a 172 or in? That was in the 172. 172. Yeah. Okay. What do you or did you do at your day job? Well, as you mentioned earlier, uh, I used to work with you at a uh, real estate uh, management company. I was in the IT group, and I uh, started off being, you know, super just slinging code, you know, programmer, and um, did about every IT job that they had available, and ended up working for those guys for about 24 years. 24 years. Went out of the country a few times. uh, Yeah, I worked... uh, were in Milan. Lived in Paris for a couple of years, and Milan for a couple of years, and even worked some more when I got back, and um, was lucky enough to uh, retire last year. Yep. Um, How did you get the call sign Mashy? (laughs) Mashy. I I remember remember this correctly, it, it... so, some of you may know, in the IT world, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, it was a little crazy. We would have, uh, you know, pool tables and refrigerators and TVs, and, and we, at our company, we actually had balls that we would throw each other, those squishy balls yeah. that you could squeeze, and we would have these ball wars and just throw balls at each other and try to, you know hit each other in the head with these balls. So somebody got the bright idea to write messages on these balls, like, you know, head shot and stuff like that. Well, one of them had Rob Masher on it. And stop me if I'm telling this wrong. I think it said Rob's Melon Masher. Oh, Rob's Melon Masher. And it was masher. about the size of a softball. Yeah, it was a big squishy It was one, one of the big squishy balls. Yes. And over time, the outer little protective yeah. thing that was on there it peeled off in certain I think places. it ended up just saying Rob Mash. And it just said Rob Mash. <laughs> and then somehow that turned into Mashy. Mashy. And then it just oh. kind of stuck as God. Mashy. Tell you what, I'm going to hit pause. Let, let's let this guy finish his uh, engine run up here. All uh, right. I think he's turning it off now. Let me hit pause for a second until this guy shuts up. Okay, that guy's got his plane off. Okay, if you could only fly one more time, knowing it's your last flight, and you could choose any plane, past or present, and you didn't have to pay for the gas, what would that plane be? Oh, that's a really difficult question. Now, if you want to think about it, I'll tell you what mine would be. Okay. Past or present. Past or present. Yeah. I think I know what yours might be. X-15. Oh. (laughs) Serial number two. Wow. The uh, altitude run. That's what I want. I didn't even think about jets and all of that stuff. I want about 60 seconds of rocket time. See, I just want kind of... And I want to do that transition from space where you're using uh, reaction controls to uh, maintain pitch roll and yaw as you fall through the atmosphere and then your flight surfaces come back into play as you get down into thicker atmosphere but there's that little moment where you're using both of them right reaction controls in your left hand flight controls in your right hand (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, that's that's what I want to experience. And yours is like a what a one seventy two. No, I would. <laughs> I'm always hearing all these stories about when my dad first got into to aviation, and he had that 1946 Taylor Craft that he completely restored. Yeah. And I mean, what did I would like to fly in that plane with my dad to Oshkosh? Great story. And just and hang out there with him and kind of do it, you know, old school. I like your dad. He's a good guy. Uh, what aviation milestone are you most proud of? Well, um, shoot, I only have about 300 hours in a couple of, you know, different planes. Um, I guess just, just getting my license and, and being been, able to fly RVs. You've and, been and uh, tail, learning the formation. Tailwheel and... Uh, Oh, you've been you've been doing some formation. That's right. These guys around here have kind of sucked me into doing some for some light formation. And light formation. Um, I think that that is pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. I would. Which segues into the last question. What's next on your aviation horizon? What is next? Um, Probably fly, get, fly your RV. Get my RV <laughs> in the air. <laughs> Please. Good plan. Good plan. <laughs> Oh, man. One day, this thing will fly. I promise. (sighs) Holy crap. We We got through this thing. That's all the questions. Okay. Here in the... This has been awesome, Doug. uh, We're sitting in our little couches. In the van cave. John's wiping down his plane. We're about to go eat lunch, and then I'm going to go home and get on the computer for a few hours. Is it hard eight Thursday? No. Well, it could be. Sure. Why not? I don't know where we're going. we got to discuss that. Okay. Well, I'm turning off the light. Thanks for... uh, listening and keep those complaints coming and uh (laughs) we'll see you next time thanks again everybody goodbye